Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello NRL fans, welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host Matt Namofsky. Welcome to another player-focused podcast. We're talking draft today and it is the man crush, the man crush, Reese Walsh, the Warriors fullback. Topic for today, is Reese Walsh going to be worthy of a first round pick in Supercoach? He ticks a lot of the boxes that people do like. He's a fullback. He will be goal kicking, you would assume. So... Should you pony up Reese Walsh? And we're talking about a 12-man league here. Is he valid for a first-round pick? I'll give you some stats. I'll give you some thoughts, and then I'll give you where I've currently got him on the big board. So Reese Walsh came and burst onto the scene last year, started in round seven, went all the way through round 25. A very, very interesting player. At finish with an average score of 63. Uh Included some big games. He had uh, games of 100, 129, 83, 98, 101, a couple of 70s. The interesting thing about it is he was, you don't want to say matchup proof, but he his big scores were a mix of teams. He went Para, Tigers, Panthers, interestingly, Sharks, Dogs, Broncos. But then you look at some of the bad games that he had. You know, there's a 43 against Manly. There's a 30 against Newcastle. There's a 34 against the Rabbits, a 41 against the Tigers. And then obviously, he finished with the two scores in the 20s, Canberra 27, Gold Coast Tides in the last round 22. He's a guy that it'll be interesting to see in round two, in uh, season two, if the body holds up. He has got a slight frame. You'd like to see that bulk up hopefully a little bit in the offseason. The one thing he does have about him, he's one of those crafty players that doesn't really take the hit full on. Uh, he can, you know, with his shiftiness and lateral, get around and, you know, instead of a point blank hit, he does get a little bit of a scrape. So that's something that you'd like. And, you know, with fullback this year, there's so many options. There is pros and cons to each one. Injuries hopefully won't be a Reese Walsh con. Um, the goal kicking, let's start there. Uh, Sean Johnson obviously coming to the club. If Cody Nikarima gets a starting spot, which is looking potentially likely, You've also got Harris Vida who can kick there. So it's no guarantee he keeps the goal kicking. To me, it, it's kind of a bit of a Kalen Ponga situation. He will kick until until he doesn't need to anymore. Whether Sean Johnson, you know, a full season after the Achilles just says he wants to take the goal kicking again, that could also happen. So don't just bank on him being the, you know, getting the extra 15 points a week in goal kicks, especially with this Warriors team. You really need to check if that is you know, a telling point. So what we'll do next, let's go to uh, the opening draw. So let's go to the opening draw here of the Warriors and let's see um, if it intrigues you. So first up against the Dragons, a game 50-50 really, I think between these two teams early in the year. I'll be interested to see what happens there. Then they got the Titans and the Tigers back-to-back. So realistically, can be 0-3, can be 3-3, and could be, you know, split a couple of games there. It's a, it's a nice draw to start. Then you got the Broncos. Then you got the Cowboys. So the first five, Dragons, Titans, Tigers, Broncos, Cowboys, it's pretty juicy. If we get confirmation he's going to be the goal kicker and you have the goal kicking fullback against those five teams, it's definitely intriguing. He then obviously goes three games hard, Rooster Storm, Raiders. So you're realistically out of those opening six games, uh, eight games, you're looking at six favorable matchups, five really good ones to start the season. So if you're in a draft comp and... You just want to bank wins, which I always love to do in a draft comp. Reese Walsh may be your guy. Now let's talk about 
the big board itself and who who would be competing with him for one of those spots that you might be wanting to use him on. So let's go through um, the fullbacks. So where do I currently have Reese Walsh in the fullback ranking? So right now I do have Turbo ahead of him. I've got Teddy ahead of him. I've got Pappy ahead of him. I've got Ponga ahead of him, Latrell and Gutherson. So right now I've got, him as a, I've got him as a seventh fullback. Now, some people may look at Latrell and Gutherson being ahead of Walsh. I think it's just more of a, I'm, I'm confident on their base stats. I'm confident on the attacking upside. Uh, and those teams have some nice draws to start. So that's why I have got them ahead. But I've got Reese Walsh ahead of the likes of Kennedy, Campbell, Dufty, Laurie, Edwards, and obviously the other guys there. So now where does that put him overall? Right now, I've got him at pick number 25. Sorry, 24. So I've got him literally the last pick of the second round in a 12-man league. I think the run on fullbacks will be done by round three. I think at least 13 will go in the first three rounds. Uh, I think, you know, obviously Turbo Teddy, Papi Ponga will be the first, you know, four of the first eight, nine picks. I think once the fifth guy goes in Latrell, Gutherson or Walsh, you'll then have the the trickle on effect. Then you'll once one guy gets one, you just want to be in and get one. And that's why I think the first two or three rounds this year, I said it last year, I said at least five fullbacks will go in round one, and that's what happened in our league. I think this will be even higher. I think at least how I'm kind of planning the draft board this year, forwards in in draft at least, forwards will always be there for base. I think rounds two, three, four, you can get yourself a good base that got to, you know, on your top players, unfavorable matchup or he's out, you can play that guy and, you know, get a safe 140. But I think you've got to have one of these game-breaking fullbacks. And to me, Walsh, especially with kicking, uh, you know, it was a down year at the end of the year. Obviously, those last couple of games, he went a couple of 70s and a couple of 20s. Year two, do teams have a bit more research on him? Has Does he feel more comfortable? Because, again, he was basically Broncos' train squad in the preseason last year thrust into the Warriors team where he didn't know anyone. And now all of a sudden you're giving him an off-season. He obviously had the off-field issue where, um, you know, he had to publicly apologize. I think that's given him a little lease here to really smarten up and get on with his footy. Um, obviously, if you got him on Instagram, you see the family stuff's going fantastic. So for me, there's a lot of positives uh, for Reese Walsh. I, at the end of last season, I was really, you know, could he be a first-round pick? Would I spend one of my first 12 picks on him? Potentially, look, I, I do see the draft board going a certain way. I think every draft there's always that one guy that will throw out a crazy pick and it throws it all out of order. You know, if you kind of think about it in the in the draft world, if a Fafita, a Crichton, a Haas, or go in and McInnes all go in that first round, all of a sudden now it pushes everyone else back, and then people might want to prioritize Haas. And obviously, five eight is very weak this year. The hookers, there's probably three hookers that you want. There's a chance that resource might even drop in around mid round three, late round three. And all of a sudden, if you're on a turn, especially let's say if you're in, you know, pick number two overall and you can get two, uh, 26 and 28, something around there, and you can snag Reese Walsh, I think it's a very good piece of business there. So I guess in summary here, I have got him as a second round pick. Uh, depending on how the way some drafts go, I think you can get him uh, a little bit higher, a little bit lower. If you just love him and you think he's on a goal kick and, you know, you want to partner him and Sean Johnson, you think it's going to be a dynamic partnership, by all means, you know, I think that might cost you around three and four pick or a two and four pick. You should do it. Go with your gut. I think if you do your research and you just, you know, fall in love with this Warriors team and 
especially those first five rounds and you just want to bank those five wins and you think Reese can average 90 in those games, you can get 180 with your cap, do it. I think you've just got to go with your gut. Don't, you know, you can listen to all the podcasts, listen to me, everyone else. You might have nine people tell you, don't do it. One person might say, you know, up to you, do it. And if you take that risk and it works, if it doesn't work, then, you know, you live and you die by it, right? You know, I had all the Jason Tomoella stocks around two pick last year and look what happened. So to me, it's all about, you've got to have conviction. Um, you know, if you're going to get him, if he doesn't perform, you know, you don't have to sell him for 40 cents on the dollar. Um, you know, he's going to come good at some stage. There's going to be a team that gets injuries, that becomes desperate. Someone might want to give you a King's ransom. So I think put your draft board and your big board out how you want it. Where you where you have Reese Walsh, don't be afraid to draft him that high. If you've got him as the 10th best player, draft him at number 10. Um, you know, the draft board is always on off for last year, the classic example in our league, I had Papanauza number three, fell to number 10 where I was, and I snagged him up at 10. Yes, I had I had Turbo at 10, and I didn't take him because I was just the, the higher value was there with Papanauzen. So do that again, guys. I think even without the goal kicking, I think he's still going to be a second-round pick. Um, I just think the attacking upside is there, and especially a full offseason with the guys there. Like I said, the off-field stuff comes into effect. I think he's going to be a lot more sharper on the field, and, you know, he – He's got his, his chance there. He's not going to let it go again. So I've got Reese Walsh round two. I will happily take him at round two. It's a shame we can only pick two guys in classic. I'd have to be all over him again as well. But again, do your research. If you love Reese Walsh, if you love any of these players, take them where they are. And that'll do it, guys. We'll do a couple more of these as we get closer to the draft. We've also got our big season preview. We'll go through each team. Got a bit of a fun format for that. And we'll be keep coming back with all a bunch of random and fun topics on the podcast. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.